yo, 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 what's going on out there? Uh, we back at y'all again this week with a, another spectacular show, the I'm Right You Wrong podcast, and we are the host of this magnificent show. I'm Walt. Yeah. Yes, sir. This is Jay. So let's get yeah, into yeah. it. Well, so, well, we was having this conversation. Yeah, that's about, what I was about to say. About we just that. thought it was so, interesting. J- j- yeah, go, go, pick up what we left off at. So what I was saying was, to me, that concept of like, well, a part of that concept of heaven and hell and things like that was um, because we, we, so we truly don't know. So it mm-hmm. kind of puts a pretty red ribbon around the concept of like when you die. So mm-hmm. this place of uh, like happiness and everyone is in good spirits and upbeat and it's love and it's mm-hmm. all these wonderful things happening in hell. I don't know. That's what you said. More the control aspect of it. and I can mm-hmm. and it, it makes sense. I, I thought that as well because you know you can control the behavior of a person if you say hey, you know when you die. And yeah. you out here doing all these horrible things, you're gonna be in hell and it's hot and it's on fire and you're forever burning and yeah, you know those kind of yeah well, thoughts. Okay, I'm mean, I'm gonna back you up a little bit because we were talking a lot um, before before we yeah. started recording, and I wanted to um, bring it back mm-hmm. so for the so the listeners can hear it okay. as we were talking about death, right? And so. Um, let's start there. Let's okay. start there because we because we were talking about death mm-hmm. and how you, how do you you know how do you feel about people deciding when it's time for them to go? Oh, you talk, okay. So that was like at the very beginning yeah, of our conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's back, let's back it up. Oh, okay, let's back gotcha. it up. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Um, well, for me, medicine has its limits. Um. Mm-hmm. For someone like like what we said, we were just talking off air. Mm-hmm. For someone that's deeply troubled and they have these thoughts of harming themselves or either killing themselves, who are who who am I or another person to intervene in that? Like yeah. I can't say just because I feel and think a certain way mm-hmm. outrules your judgment. Right. You know, like I told you, personal experience. Mm-hmm. A loved one that I seen on what I thought was her death. We know what it was her deathbed. Mm-hmm. She was conscious at the time. Mm-hmm. She was battling cancer. Mm-hmm. So she would be in and out of conscious. So one time she was awoke, she told everyone that was in the room, hey, guys, if it happens to me again and I'm not conscious, mm-hmm. just let me be. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I was like, I get it. You know, yeah. that makes sense to me. Yeah. Dealing with the person who has been battling an illness that she, her quality of living is horrible. She can't yeah. do anything. She can't get up and walk. She can't have a decent meal. She can't talk when she, it's just her quality of living was horrible. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I was, far, I, I think I probably was the only one who felt that way. Right. You know, the people right. that around me were like, what? Like, looking at me, like, kind of crazy and was like, what mm-hmm. are you What are you talking about? But to me, it made sense. Right. Because no one in that room know what she felt like. Because what, so so you're you're more thinking about her wishes and what she wants, but they're, they're more thinking about her survival. Like, right. you know, like, like no. But the person's no, telling can't. you, 
I don't want to survive. Right. So if the person that the the person that's telling you they don't want to survive this, mm-hmm. who am I to say otherwise? Yeah. Who is any doctor to say otherwise? Yeah. This is a person who's free with would they say free will or mm-hmm. she confessed to everyone that she loves and the doctors, mm-hmm. hey, I'm tired. I'm good. I'm ready to check out. Right. Who was anyone to intervene in that? Right. And and you know, that's such a this is such a touchy topic because I know there are going to be so many listeners who um, have had somebody Absolutely. deal with this or have dealt with them this themselves. Personally, yeah. And so um, it, it's it's definitely a t- touchy topic, and we want to be sensitive um, with the matter, but we want to be honest with it too. Exactly. And um, so there was, you know, the doctor. Um, Doctor, they call him Doctor Death Kevorkian, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he was—I uh, I, want to say he was in Washington. I forget. So, so he was somewhere over there, but anyway, he was helping people to in their lives. Yeah, you know, in in a, I guess, in, in a pleasant way. I guess is, is a good way to say it. I don't, I don't know. Um, but um, from but what I from he, what I read, it was like a. A calm way, like a yeah, a calm, a, a yeah, calm yeah, yeah, way yeah. to go. I Trying would. to just put him to sleep and then don't don't have him wake up and right. and you know of course he was in and out of the courts, court battles because of this, mm-hmm. and I know some people, you know the people who sought him out and used him obviously, it was was like enough is enough yeah and have already have made that decision, and then. And then the rest of the world is kind of, or the rest of this country, you know, uh, at least the media was kind of like, this is, this is terrible. (laughs) Um, And it's funny because we, we work in mental health. So we are in, and we're in a state where if you do have those thoughts, like you, you'll be hospitalized. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're in the place where we're trying to help people who have these thoughts Mm -hmm. and these, these ideas but I'm kind of with you. I, I, I'm kind of like there. There's a point in time where I almost feel like you've kind of earned your 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 um, ability to say, "Hey, I'm when done. enough, enough, is, yeah. when enough is enough." You right. know, I mean, you you take um you take this this patient who's eighty one and you know, suffering from Alzheimer's and don't know their family and don't want to be remembered this way. Right. Don't, don't want to be, you know, can't, can't do for themselves. And they, and in their moments of, of, you know, clarity, they sit there and they say, you know what? I don't want this for my life. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want this to be me. Right. And who are you to say that? Okay. No, you need to push through for another ten years. Right, you know what I mean. Right. It's like uh, that's heartless, and and I think so. One thing that I was saying, and I want to bring it up. I think um, um, before we get to the actual death, the issue is that we've never experienced death, right? And so what you have is you have the um, survivors. You, you have the survivors seeing what they see and feeling loss. So whenever we lose someone, we have lost something. 
So it's us fighting for what we've lost or, 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 or going to lose. It's not necessarily, you know, an issue with death. It's an issue with loss. We don't want to lose whatever that person provides for us. Right. And only because we've seen death on this side. We haven't experienced death. So there's two different things from experiencing death and seeing death, right? Mm-hmm. So from a, from our side, when we see death, we see the body left over, we, which we have to bury or cremate or whatever. And we see all of the things, the houses that have to, you know, we see all of the stuff associated with it. And plus the family members who are mourning the loss. So we see the after effects or what what death i guess leaves leaves us mm-hmm. but what we don't see is what's happening to the person who actually died and that's you know? what i was saying about the f- that's what i think the backstory comes in mm-hmm. into play because it's unknown i mean it is whether you're a religious person or a science person. Well, I'm a science guy, and I'll, from my understanding of how it all works, is that is it is as it's a rap, folk. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> like Bugs Bunny saying, "Got them." But <laughs> that's all, that's all folks. <laughs> but that to me, that story of um, you know, I don't really know it verbatim, like the actual story, but I just know it's like a peaceful place, and it's like. Rather you're whatever you Are you talking about like heaven and hell and Yeah, or, like yeah. that beautiful they call it paradise, they call it heaven, they call it all these different names, but mm-hmm. the the concept is pretty consistent across the board regardless of what you uh subscribe to. It's like a a, a really nice place and it's all peace. There's no illnesses, there's no hurt and there's no pain. It's yeah. just all happy in like a kumbaya, a big kumbaya moment. Right. And I think like by uh by us not knowing uh what happens after this, that's where that comes from. That's where it derives from. It's the story of peace and love and tranquility and all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean it's an idea to give us hope, you know, of of what's next. But the reality is and and you won't hear pastors or anybody say this, but the reality is nobody knows. Yeah, you know the the people who have experienced death are on the other side, and they're not here to tell us. Um, mm-hmm. And we have only experienced death from our end, but we again we haven't experienced death. We've seen death, and so with us not experiencing death, there is a large hope. Then, then what's to be that, said about the people that say I died for? 10 minutes or five minutes and that's all this. And then I saw that. And then, well, that is a thing. Yeah, that is a thing. Um, and I guess, I don't I, believe I guess, that. I stuff, guess though. for every, I guess for every rule, there's exceptions to it. And, and so we do have exceptions because then you got to define what death is. Right. I mean, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, that is a thing. Some people have died, but for everybody else where we haven't, we, we don't know right. what, what, comes after death uh, after death what we, what we do there's a lot of people even in the, in the christian you know religion or any religion there are beliefs but a belief is different than a knowing mm-hmm. right so a belief is okay i'm i'm very confident that this is what is going to happen 
after. But I still don't know a hundred percent. Right. Like even even if even if you could build your belief up, like you you can never build your belief up to a hundred percent. Even if you could build it up to ninety nine point, you you can never build it up to a hundred percent because there's still that little piece that don't know. You know, you don't know if you just go to sleep and never wake up. You don't know if there is another dimension or another place. You don't right. know if you leave this place and gets reborn into another place. You don't know if there's a heaven or hell. Like you have mm-hmm. these beliefs and that's fine. And I'm not downing anybody's belief. But you know, you- I was always fascinated with the uh, reincarnation concept. Mm. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it just was indicators to me personally that I would be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, like yeah. when someone, I don't know if it happens to you a lot, but to me it kind of happens a lot where someone says, I look like, Somebody that they knew. Yeah. But people were literally, I remember years ago, this guy came up to me and he like reached out to give me a hug and my defense mm-hmm. mechanism came up and I kind of like, <laughs> you gave him two pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hit him because he kind of caught me off guard, but I put mm-hmm. my arm up. I was like, you know, do I don't. Yeah, like, oh, oh. But, but he thought at, you were somebody else. In retrospect, when he told me that, it only made me sit back and think, like, huh. Well, reincarnation is a thing, though. Like, cause mm-hmm. this man, this was a grown man. Right. I mean, this guy was grown. Trust me, he was a grown mm-hmm. man. What would make a grown man be that comfortable mm-hmm. to the point where he felt that he was walking up to somebody that he genuinely knew? Yeah. So, it, it, the way he reached to me, it wasn't like in a threatening manner. I mean, he reached to me like he was really legitimately trying to give me like a hug, like he hasn't seen me in a while. Yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. like he was reaching to pull out a gun or a knife. Like, he legit thought you he were He was somebody. somebody that he knew. Like, yeah. he really reached out and, like, almost in the cradle form and was, like, trying to wrap his arm around me. Like, hey. Yeah. And, like, try to give me a hug. And that, I remember, man, being puzzled for, like, a few days. Just, like, really deep in thought. Like, really deep in thought about this whole reincarnation thing. Because I was, like, because I couldn't really connect it with anything else. I was, like. What would make another person feel that comfortable with trying to hug someone that they they thought that they knew, but they really didn't know? Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe in the past he seen me or he felt in it. Like, it, I don't know. It's just so I, I was I, like, I, how did he? I just would love to have seen what he saw or mm-hmm. felt what he felt when he saw me. Mm-hmm. To make him do that because mm-hmm. that made me really ponder the whole reincarnation thing. Yeah. So I mean, how? So how, how do you feel about um, reincarnation? It's interesting. It's always been interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's it it could from to me reincarnation. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility, but mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Because there's certain things, like I said, that was the evidence to me that I was like, I'm telling you, that dude knew me mm-hmm. to him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. he, he knew me, but he didn't know me. But in my mind, I was like, maybe in the past or mm-hmm. I don't know what they call souls or energy crossing, he felt or he saw what he saw and maybe he died before and this was... Mm-hmm. A cross path of souls or, or energy from the past that he felt. Or well, something. well, I think I think that's a little different than um, than uh, reincarnation. Like, uh, like I've heard everybody has a twin. 
And well, what I mean by that, well, let me go into it a little bit. Okay. I do feel like reincarnation could be your energy or your soul or whatever is going into mm-hmm. different forms. What I mean by that particular situation was is that whatever his light force or energies or soul, whatever you want to call it, was in the past. See, what's your de- – let me ask you this. So what's your – Go on, go to elaborate on what your concept of reincarnation is. Okay, so, uh, well, well, okay, so with with reincarnation, um, I think it's more of an energy thing of the the spirit. I don't right. I don't necessarily connect it with a body. Um, I don't either, but I felt like. It's a it's a straw a draw what they say a draw of the hat if you will. Uh-huh. There's no telling on where your energy goes. It, well, that, well, that's true. That's true. But you, you like for example, you ever you ever met a kid and they're you like yo this, this kid yeah. got an old soul. Oh yeah yeah right like I, I I and you know I I wouldn't jump to say that that is reincarnation. But um, I, I kind of feel like when you're talking about reincarnation, I think you're talking about more of a, of a spiritual energy thing. But when you're talking about somebody like, for example, everybody having a twin, I think I, I do believe like everybody. Ha- I remember I went to um, when I went to college and and, you know, my <laughs> wife, you know, my wife. Say, my, so you really think everybody has a twin? Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. like, like that's interesting. When I, I when never I, heard that before. When I went to college, um, and you know my wife, she she has a very unique look, right? Mm-hmm. She's she's African American, but she has a very unique look. And so, um It's the first time I heard that. Everybody has a twin. Yeah, yeah. I'm so I, I'm at I'm at college. It's, it's the first year and we're you know, I'm at I'm we're doing football or whatever. So we I get to the um I get to the school before everybody else. It's basically just a football team. And so <laughs> it's funny, right? Because it's just a bunch of dudes, and we're young. We're kids. So the first girls that come on campus, we're, like, on them. Like, we're like, oh, girls, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, we about to get in some trouble now. <laughs> right? And so this one girl comes up, and, dude, when I saw her, chills went over my body. Because she's my she, I mean, she don't know my wife, and I still, <laughs> I, I actually stayed away from her because she looks exactly like my wife. Like I would love to see her today. I don't know her name, right? I don't know anything, but I, I, I would love to see her today to see if she still looks like my wife. But, I, but graduating from high school, she looked exactly like I had chills come over my whole body when I saw her because I was like yo that's her mm-hmm. and it wasn't it, yeah. but 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 it, like I said if, if you know my wife you know she has a very unique look even her like she has these hazel uh green these hazel eyes and they change colors well this girl had the same eyes mm-hmm. same complexion same hair same same height same everything and so I, I do. I, I I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen enough to say that everybody has a twin. No, but 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 I I, but yeah, saying. I, I, I have and I've been told myself that, oh, you're this person's twin or you're this person's mm-hmm. twin. 
And I'm like, you know, I've heard that before, that everybody has a twin. I haven't, but I don't know. That scenario that I had with that dude who's trying to give me a hug, I, I just felt like energy-wise. So you felt he was reaching for your energy, not not the, not the not, not because of what, I, you, what he saw physically. Yeah, I think it was a moment. I may be looking way too deep into things, but this was years ago. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a, I love looking into stuff, and I'm a... I'm a weird guy. What can I say? But back then, at that particular time, the person that I was, um, to me, he could have, you know, when your energy goes to whatever it goes to in that concept of reincarnation, it could have been someone, he had like a a moment of flashback where he recognized Mm -hmm. uh, a person in the past. You know, stuff like that is what I was more so my mindset. Like, say for an example, I die, and this is the reincarnation thing. I'm, and then you come across a person five years from now, and even though my energy went into a female life form, I see you walk by down the street, and my energy has like a a a a a, a, rec, a remembrance of you from our show, but I'm in a female form now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. I can't put my hand on exactly who you are, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of a mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had um, mentioned in one of our previous shows how our ancestors talked to us and how I I believe that energy, you know, doesn't doesn't leave, doesn't. Energy it, can't leave. And and this this is this is where some of the some of the ideas of of. Um, uh, reincarnation comes up because if energy doesn't leave, if everything was still is, mm-hmm. well, then you have to think about, okay, well, the energy that has passed, the spirits that have passed or whatever terminology you want to use, mm-hmm. where are they? Right. And if they come back, well, that's reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think, I think there's, there's like an energy line. So I remember being with um with my aunts and uh long time ago and you know I told you about about my pops and how you know yeah we, we, so um so I'm I'm over my my grandparents house his parents mm-hmm. and we're, we're going through um books little little photo books or whatever older family and members always care and that's dope to did. me yeah hey, yeah I, I wish i was more like that i you know what my wife wants wants more pictures like that's yeah that's like not on the phone thing. and not no, on the hard like drive right actual yeah, physical fi- want, that's yeah. a good thing yeah. though that's yeah. always a good thing so i'm over there and my aunt is over there and when i come like like when i come there they're like saying my father's name like yo that's you're, and they said my father's name, and it's like, oh, no, 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 that's Jay. That's that's not. But it, I, I gave them such a. I look like him, mm-hmm. and even my my mannerisms right. were like him. And so when we we sat down and started looking at the pictures, I was like, yeah, like I could see it. I was like, oh snap, I see what y'all see, like, right. Like I do look like him. He changed over the years, so so what I'm currently seeing is right. not what because they're seeing they're remembering him yeah. at the right. age that I am. Right, right, right. But I wasn't around then, so so now I'm looking and I'm like, 
oh, so this is him at my age, like right now? Well, shoot, I could put I could put his picture up. I could literally take his pictures and put it up against my high school pictures, and you would have a hard time dis- distinguishing the two. Distinguishing between right. the two. The only way you would know is because of the fashion. Right. But outside of that, you'd be like, yo, like, y'all look like twins. Mm-hmm. And so I do think, like, there's a, a collective almost energy through the through our ancestors. It's a, it's like when when I when I said before I said, you know, like our ancestors, oh, our ancestors are still played, speaking to us. Our ancestors play a tremendous part of our lives. Yeah. Tremendous yeah. part. I agree one hundred percent. And and one of the things I said is that, you know, is they're speaking to us. One of the ways they're speaking to us is like the nose on your face. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't create that nose. That nose has come from a lineage. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, there is a lot and it's and it's and it's hard because I'm gonna be honest with you, and I grew up in the church, okay, mm-hmm. so I grew up a Baptist in my household. I always say this in my household it was kind of two things you had to be you had to be a Baptist and you had to be a Democrat because that's <laughs> that's just how that's just how we we grew up right and so i that's the way I grew up, and so even in my thought process now. I, I catch myself fighting with um, the the traditions that I grew up with. Right. When I grew up, no, we don't talk about no daggone reincarnation. Nah, that's not a no. Right. No. And so I I do find myself initially wanting to say, nah, that's not a thing. Right. Just just because that's the way I was grow that's the way you the, was raised. The way I was raised right. 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 But then Knowing what I know and learning what I have learned there you go. about spirituality, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, you know, I can't prove it, but I can't, I can't, can't throw it out the window either. I can't, yeah. I can't say this. If anything, though, it's food no. for us. You know, it's, it's always good to just think it's, yeah. you know, even if you can't prove it per se, or you can't, you know, every conversation, not every, but most conversations is, are very interesting conversations if you have them with the open minded person. Um yeah. whether it's reincarnation or just just really interesting things and topics, man. Like um it doesn't mean that's how you feel personally. It's just really dope things to talk about and yeah. dissect. Yeah. And you know, reflect and, you know. But let's talk let, about so you you had mentioned which we we were talking you you were kind of confused about I don't want to say confused but you mm-hmm. asked the question about um, why is it that religious people have a problem with death if if the idea is that well yeah because you know I grew up in a Christian household as well mm-hmm. and they were Baptists I suppose I think so I'm almost one hundred percent sure mm-hmm. that's Baptist right I don't know what it means but <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure they were Baptists. Okay. They All were right. Baptists. Good people. Um mm-hmm. so I used to go to church. It wasn't I didn't grow up in it. I I went to church consistently though as a kid. Like they mm-hmm. they influenced me to go and they encouraged me to go. I went and like the stories that were we read and the preacher uh taught in church were like um uh, my understandings were like heaven was like paradise. It was beautiful. Right. Like I said, it was no illnesses, no diseases. No one was 
They weren't amputees. It was all love. It was peaceful. It was calm. It was right, right. New, new body, new everything. Know, no, no pain. No, no yeah. pain. No nothing. Yeah. Everything is just yeah, really great there. Yeah. So I never understood the concept of when you know the people who are truly well, well they say they're truly faithful. Uh, I mean, they truly have faith and they believe and. They're God fearing, and they just know this is what it is. This is the Bible. This is God's word. I believe it one hundred percent. This is what is going to happen mm-hmm. when I die. I'm going to heaven or hell, but I'm going to heaven and stuff like that. I just right. it throws me through. It always made me wonder. Like it, it's almost like why go to the hospital if you get sick? Because I mean, heaven sounds pretty fun, right? Like <laughs> you, why why wait? Yeah, that's what I mean, I'm saying. I mean, like, what's the point of? Trying to fix fix your illness, if you know ultimately, you know you're going to heaven. Whereas you don't have to worry about being sick or feeling this pain that you're feeling or taking medicine right. that you're dealing with day in and day out, and all right. these one, you know, all these difficult things on earth that you're battling every day. Yeah, why wait and do all that when when you you know you go on about your and you're dead and gone. You know you're in heaven. You're you don't right. have to worry about meds. Right. You don't have to worry about sadness. You don't have to worry about anything. It's just all love yeah and peace because i mean when when you when you look at that logic why wait period mm-hmm. if if when i die i'm going to heaven let's just let's let's just end it right now i mean what am i waiting for like it is it's it's it just sounds better than being on earth in it, general yeah i mean i mean cuz you know cuz i'm going to go to a place where there's no pain no no no, rent, no, no, no sadness no no you no know what i'm bills, saying no. streets of gold and all of this like it like it everything crazy. is it's 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 paradise so why wait yeah. um and i i understand i un- i understand that questioning like i understand a lot of them because didn't. because um it, it be, because if you, if you if you're a person who can actually think that that question makes sense. I know. Now I'm not saying that there's not a valid answer because you know you can also come to the to the uh, flip side and say, well, you know, God is giving you this this opportunity for this life, and just because there's something better down the road, don't mean that you just waste this one. It does. It's it's, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like um, if if you got a if you got a car, and you know. 10 years down the road, you're going to get a new car. Don't mean that you just trash this car and drive it off the bridge and then just wait for your next. No, you still, you still want to savor the moment and savor this, this one. You want to enjoy this for what it's worth until you get to the next step. And so there's, there's beauty in being here on earth. There's beauty in being a, a human being. There's, there's beauty in it. Um, so and it's a gift. So it's not a gift to be to be squandered. However, logically, right. <laughs> if, if if I am gonna go to a better place and I ain't gotta worry about all the killing, all the drive bys, uh, I ain't gotta worry about COVID. I ain't gotta worry about none like, of that. Like, well You don't have to worry about cancer. Why, why can't I just expedite this thing now? Right. You know, why can't I just go ahead and but then well then you know, from the Christian perspective, um, you know, suicide is a sin. No, I'm not saying it like that. I'm not saying it yeah. like, oh, I just want to go and I'm going to kill myself. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying like in the sense of people who were living their lives, regular lives, working, 
having something a family. happens, why? Something why, happen, right? Yeah. Like, say for why go through extra means to try to stay here? To stay here, like if, um, yeah, like how you saying, like so if they say, hey, you know, you have stage three, mm-hmm. right? Whatever form of cancer, right? You have to do radiation and all that stuff. You yeah. statistically, I don't know it per se one hundred percent, but statistically shows. After a certain point where cancer has reached a certain stage, it's over, regardless of you know. Is yeah, it's a matter of it's a matter of time, right? right? It's not a matter of so if it's a matter of when. At that point, why go through all the extra treatments and mm-hmm. and all this extra stuff to you know and you know because you know what's after here is. You know why you know why we do it because we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, no, you I agree. Saying? It's 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 really. The, the 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 true human spirit comes out, yeah. Because it's like, and and don't get me wrong. There's some people on their deathbed. It's like, hey, I'm good. I had a good life. I love your son. I love your daughter. Right. Um, go ahead, close the door. I'm going home. You know. No, yeah, mean? absolutely. They're, 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 it's definitely people like that who yeah who it's a mixed bag. It's definitely people. I've seen people who their faith was their faith. Mm-hmm. And when push came to shove and their back was up against the wall, they mm-hmm. said, I'm good. Right. I'm going home. I'm going home. Home of God. I've seen it. Witnessed yeah. it personally. Yeah. Family member. Seen it. Yeah. So that's a thing too. Yeah. But I'm just saying for the ones who who put But that let's oh, be clear, that's a minority. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it a minority. Exists, but that's not the yeah. overall yeah. thing. That's yeah. not the overall thing. It's yeah. some, but the the the, the general consensus is Oh man, I gotta get these treatments. I gotta do this. I gotta do whatever I gotta right. do to. I gotta fight to live. So, there you go. Yeah. Versus, you know, like you said, the minority of people who yeah. say, "Hey, I had a great life. I'm going home to the Father or yeah. Allah, or whatever you know, whatever they go." Like, why to. not? Now, see, I'm, I'm gonna bring up a movie reference. I know you ain't seen it, but it's okay. <laughs> so, um, Queen Latifah did this movie called. Uh, I seen that movie last ho- last I seen holiday. That movie. That's one of Shannon. I saw that movie because wife, she... You did? I saw, okay. I seen that okay. movie. That's, is that the one with LL? Yes. Okay, I seen yes. that one. Yeah. I seen that one. Woo! Okay, all right. <laughs> you <laughs> need to hit one. that little clap joint. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> I don't want to press the wrong thing, but... But yeah. So, no, not that one. There, there we go. go. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, so I seen look, that movie, though. So, but but in, in like in that movie, you know, she gets she gets this bad reading and it's like, okay, well, you're about, you're going to die. Yeah, and she's like, well, shoot, I got all this money. I had all these dreams and aspirations. I might as well just spend it and do my thing, yeah. right? And long story short, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, you know, she survives, and it was a it was a mistake. mistake. Yeah, but she was she she was like, well, shoot, I'm just living up. I'm I'm not gonna go and spend all my money trying to get treatment and trying to get better. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live. I'm enjoy my life. For the What's, six months that I got left, left or whatever, right. you know, whatever I got left. And, you know, I that's admirable. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, because it's kind of like, no, I don't want to sit up here fighting death off. How about I sit here and enjoy life? And then death comes when death whatever. comes. Hey, whatever. You know, you know, yeah. but like I said, I think I think the human spirit kicks in. And the reality kicks in, and most people are just like, "Yo, I, I, I know, I, I know, I say it, and I preach it, and I, and I, and I yeah. go up there, and I, and I do all of this, and I, and I say it, but I, I really, I, don't I know. really 
don't know. know. Yep. I really don't know. And I'm about to That's find true. out. But I, but I, I don't know. But I, but I could be wrong. That's true. I could be wrong. That is a thing. Um, That's always been very interesting to me. I, you know, I'm not an a-hole. I don't mm-hmm. be saying that. I would never walk up to someone and say, you know, why you won't? Got I wouldn't do that. Right. That's right. not cool. So right. I know that's just the thoughts that I had to myself. Yeah. You know, these people or that person, they really don't know. Like they, they don't, they, they don't. And, and, and they're, they're, they're scared. And they're also watching the survivors scared too, because the, you got to remember, like I said earlier, the survivors are experiencing the, the, the survivors are watching loss. So they're losing something. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're a kid, right? Um, you know, I got four boys, and my boys have done. I finally got one that broke something. They they never broke nothing, but they had blood all over the place. But they would never break anything. My four year old broke. He he broke. Shoot, he he messed up his leg. Um, he broke two bones in his leg. Fractured two bones in his leg. Mm. Um, but it, it's always been. Uh, a thing where they they would do something when they were younger mm-hmm. and it, de- it and they would look at either me or my wife and depending on what so for example one of my sons uh, we had like a lazy boy chair and he was running playing and if you know the lazy boys like they got the handle on the side right old school lazy boys and so and uh he was playing and he fell and a lazy boy hit him, just missed his eye, and put a gash uh, on his uh, right on his eyebrow um, and his forehead. Had blood all over the place because you know head head wound, blood, you know go blood. Up pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. And so first thing he did, he got up, popped up, no problem. He looked at the wife, and my wife was so she was so shocked that she couldn't respond. Mm-hmm. Right. So she calls me, and I come out there, and he got blood everywhere, everywhere, dripping off his face. And he still doesn't know how to respond. So when he sees me, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, you're good. So he sat down. He was chilling. And he was calm. Mm-hmm. I wrapped him up, whatever, we went to the hospital. He got the glue. Um, he was too young to yeah, get stitches, stitches, right? Yeah, so I know he, what you're talking about. He got the glue and all that stuff, and he was straight. I say that to say when when somebody's dying, mm-hmm. they're looking at the people around them. And based on their response, they're going to have a response basically to their response. Right. So my wife was showing him how to respond at that moment. If she would have screamed and cried or he would have panicked, he would have panicked. Mm-hmm. But because she was in shock, <laughs> right? It, it just worked out. Right? No, it, it worked out. It worked out, right? <laughs> but there's been other times when you know, uh, like for example, the son, uh, like my four year old, he'll fall, he'll fall off something, and my wife be like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" Mm. And and then he'll be like, oh. "Right, he start crying, he start crying yeah, right?" Yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> then you know, he'll fall a, a worse fall, and I'm there. And he sees me, and I'm like, "Oh, you good?" Right, get and up. He, man. And he like, right. "Oh, okay, okay, I'm okay, I'm okay." <laughs> and and so I kind of feel like 
when you when you when you're the person who's dying, and I don't know because I'm I've never been in the right. boat, but in my head, this is how I'm making it I'm, out, imagining it, right? Right. That they're watching, they're watching the survivors, and these survivors are like, "Oh no, this is tragic, this is terrible," and then you kind of respond off of that. You're like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta fight, I gotta," but 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 what if what if what if the people around you say? know what it's all right it's okay go 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 ahead you know we love you we're gonna miss you but uh go go ahead then the person who's dying may have a different different response right they may be able to say you know what okay i I feel i feel good about letting go i feel good about leaving i feel good and and also a lot of times you know what there's a guilt. We may feel like we may feel like we have so much un, undone. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's we, a thing too. Yeah, there, there's so much like I, I there's this and this is sad, but there's so much I didn't do. There's yeah. so much I didn't get to. There's so many hopes and dreams and aspirations and stuff and and people I didn't say hi to and people I didn't speak to and people I didn't. There's so much left on the plate. And it's like I can't leave now. Yeah, I I don't, you know. I mean, this is just for me. I don't I don't want to live like I don't want to leave like that. I I want to leave drained. <laughs> I want to leave with nothing on my plate. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's all interesting stuff, man. For yeah. uh, I guess it's individually based for sure. Definitely on it. Uh, Definitely, everyone knows what is accepted and not for them you know what I mean mm-hmm. like in the sense of if you feel like if you fall in the, the unfortunate circumstances or fortunate depending on how the individual view it of you know that moment where you have to say hey I'm good or like you said uh, get the reaction of other people and say I can't lose you know I can't leave them and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's all individual based um, for me me personally, I don't want to be. I wouldn't want to live a life like a uh, miserable and sick and all that stuff where I can't um, do stuff, regardless of age. For me, like I, I just don't. <laughs> I, nah, just I get it. Don't man, like I get it. I, I don't want. I don't want to have a, a, a you know, um, I I, I want to have a certain level of quality of life. Yeah, you know. Throughout the, throughout the remainder in seventy years, I want to have this individual base, man. There's some people who truly just um, they're fine with uh, you know, being taken care of, um, total care and stuff like that. So, well, that too, but I, but I but I think that um, I do think that you do get to a point to where, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. There's a point where you you get to is it's like you've earned the right to. Oh yeah, me too. To, to make that decision. I'm, I've been um, there. I've, I've. Um, like I'm not said, talking about a kid. I'm not talking about a teenager, you know. But, but you, you get. You, I mean, and I, I don't, I don't know. And that's the funny thing too, because I, I don't know what the age will be. Yeah, it's you know no set age. I don't know what the age because it's too circumstantial. It's too for me. Yeah. I can't put an age on it because you could have a, a 21 year. old But you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say a seven year old has that has that has has earned that right, would you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a seven year old earn have earned the right to to dictate 
to make that call. To make that call on their fate, but you, you also got to keep in mind, like, uh, for the unfortunate situations to where you have little kids that have illnesses that's ultimately they're going to die from. Uh-huh. It's 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 uh, uh they've been clinically diagnosed with you know the most yeah. the most awful circumstances and you know over a period of time they're gonna they're gonna it's the inevitable is gonna happen, um. But and and I can't judge or say anything about that for the people what they choose for their child and whatever the case may be, because I've been fortunate enough to have a healthy young. Man, mm-hmm. um, so for whoever's in that situation, yeah. you know, my heart goes to them. But I'm just saying, if you have a child that's really young, if it was me, as much as it would break my heart, I wouldn't want to want uh, my little boy or girl living in um, pain mm-hmm. kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. But again, I guess it kind of, I guess it kind of just depends. Yeah, it's all uh, circumstantial to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether the, that's what I was saying, but I couldn't put an age on it because, I mean, you have kids that have illnesses, and you have because I mean because uh, you know it, you keep you keep going back to the illnesses, and that is one thing. But there's there's well also even outside of just, illnesses is for me. Yeah. Outside of illnesses, you know, you just have mental illness and things like that. If you're young, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so quick to. Green light that right. That, I wouldn't either because because that's circumstantial and circumstances can right. change exactly. You know what I'm saying. Outside of being sick though, and you know you just mentally ill, I would. It's I I still couldn't put an age on it. Yeah, but if you're an older person, mm-hmm. and you know, and just you know, your history plays into it, right, and things like that, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that I do think that there's an age where it, you've earned the right. I don't know what that age is. Uh, you know what I mean? It's kind of like it's kind of like if you see a line that goes from white to black, mm-hmm. but it fades and it fades and it goes to gray. Right. You know the black is you you've earned that right. <laughs> you know the black is like you 95 years old. Whatever you want to do, you want go for it. Uh, you know what I mean? You've lived your life. You 80 you 82 and you you feel like it's that time whatever. But then you get into that gray area, and then it's like, well, I mean, you know, you're 45. Um, it's kind of. I, I couldn't I put it. I couldn't put an age. I don't age. know. I, I could put an age on it. It's tough, but if I had to, kind of tricky. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't put an age on it. It's you know, what I was saying about that whole scenario is outside of being ill physically and health wise, um. Full person history wise plays a, a big factor in it. Mm-hmm. Um, things that they done or haven't done and things like that. Uh, age. <laughs> I don't know. If, if the person is just in a state of miserable, if they're miserable, if they're in a state of mis- miserable existence constantly, mm-hmm. it's something to consider for me. No matter the age. I can't say age. Like again, if you're a teenager, or you, you know, twenty, th- that's what I'm saying. Like you get somebody, they 25, and they're just in a miserable existence. No, you, I I don't know. It's you, tough. You think it's you? I mean, I mean, it's too. It, 
it's the it's it's. I mean, I, and I don't want to say you think it's okay, but but it's you, not that you, you I can it, understand it. You, if, if it if, just depends on the, and I wouldn't be the person to decide it. But if 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 a person is just, it see the thing is with me is like I said earlier is that regardless of medicine that you give them or treatment or whatever you put in place, when that individual is by themselves. When they have no distractions, yeah. When they're by themselves, no one. You see, the thing is, you're not going to always have someone in front of you to distract you. True. So when you're alone mm-hmm. and you're constantly thinking and you're wanting, you having these urges to do mm-hmm. certain things to yourself, and that's just their existence. That's just how they are. At that point. Trying to find a way to help them through our perspective or whomever perspective, isn't that like putting them through torture? It could be. Constantly, every day, you're trying to force your idea, like how you view things on someone who just don't see life that way. Yeah. yeah. They're miserable. Like you think yeah. you're doing good, but that particular individual that you think you're doing good for them or to them, like they're miserable. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they know. I don't want to be here. You're trying to give them meds. You're trying to set up therapy. You're trying to do all these things. But to them, they're miserable. They exist. They, they, they're they not happy. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're they just not happy. Yeah. Regardless of the meds, regardless of the treatment, regardless of the therapy, they're miserable. And I think if you've been in that state for a day, a week or so, that's Mm-mm. that's... That's um, that's something we're fighting for. If you've been in that state for thirty years, that's what I'm. I'm not. See, it has to be. That's why I said history plays a big part too. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to just greenlight anything. It, I, I, listen, that's why I said I'm not to the side factor of these things. Well, I mean, yeah, none of us. I mean, I'm know, just saying just, in general, just, though. If you know someone like that's truly miserable in that way, yeah. and you know, who am I or who was who who was anyone to Impose their will over the next individual is all I was saying. But why not? Why not just encourage hope? You can, and it has been done uh, on several occasions. But it's just hope is a false narrative to them. Hope is hope is like a what my man saying Matrix. <laughs> he laughed at hope. He was like, <laughs> when, when my man Neo, whoever mm-hmm. they say hope, he laughed. But for someone who is uh in a certain state of mind, they don't care nothing about hope, bro. They don't, they they they're gone. Their their mindset is somewhere else. Hope and all these wonderful things and these ways you word the way you say words and the way you mix it up and stuff like that. I mean, you can encourage hope. You can always encourage hope. That's never. I'm not saying that that's wrong to do or bad to do. But what I'm saying is someone who has their mind fixated and set on not being on the earth anymore. And we're for the people who trying to combat that. They're miserable. You're you're it's no to me. There's no difference from. It's like a heroin addict. That's all they know is heroin on their mind. So when they're in rehab, they they sweating and they're shaking and they mm-hmm. and the only thing that's on their mind is heroin. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's to me, it's kind of like the same thing. Okay. They're constantly miserable, regardless of what treatment or form of treatment you introduce to them. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. You can always encourage hope and always be positive about the outcome. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when that individual person is isolated and they're alone by their self with their mind and their thoughts, mm-hmm. without someone intervening or interfering, then what? Do you think it's worth it for that? You can say that well, for, for the ones, ones that it worked for. Yeah. 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 If it worked for them, absolutely. I mean, because, it, you know, it could, it's, a, it's a trial and error thing. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, for the ones that hope work for and treatment work for yeah. and medicine work for, yeah. yeah. But we we should not act like that that don't work for people, too. Because some right. people, none of that stuff works for them. That, but that's that fine line that you were talking about, right? That's, that's that, that line that's the, of... That's that gray. Yeah, <laughs> that's that saying? line like, that no one really truly knows. Yeah. But, like, how yeah. how you break it down to, like, the illness side of it. And the people who earn their right and things like that, I agree with you on that. Like, you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that, you know, that's how I feel. Like, you know what I mean? You know, me, we've seen situations and it's like, oh, man, it's, it's hurt my heart because yeah, there's nothing that we're going to do. To help them. You know, they've made, their mind is made up. Exactly. And they've earned the right this to is. have their mind made up. <laughs> I agree. You know, they've lived. They live double life. Me and mm-hmm. and and I'm gonna sit up here and tell them no. what? Yeah. What, what? What am I? What? Yeah. 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 It's like I said. It's no. I couldn't put a, a, a age on it, but I do agree with you. If you know, if you're an older person and you lived your life, and you say, "Look here, man. Mm-hmm. I, I've done it. I'm good. I've done that. My kids are grown. I raised my family. I right." I achieve great things. I just at the end of my rope. Let me be. It's especially, especially. I mean, just imagine this, and I know we're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up, but just imagine this. Imagine the ones who you fully understand. Like, let's take a scenario. This person ninety five years old. Mm-hmm. All their brothers and sisters are gone. Their kids are gone. It. All their friends. Are gone. Mm-hmm. So they're 95 years old and they don't know anybody except for maybe the people that take care of them now. Right. But, but, but their family, their connection to it's anybody gone. and everybody is gone. You know, or maybe they didn't have kids. They, all their brothers and sisters are gone and everybody, their whole family's gone. Mm-hmm. And they're 95 and now it's like, you know what? Mm. What's the point? I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, how could you argue that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how could you argue yeah, that? Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I, I I know why I would want to be here, but uh, yeah. that's and that's yeah. But that's the thing, though. Like, and it will be trauma. It will be it to that person. That will be trauma to, for them to hear. No, you can't do that. Cause you know they're not they what they're connected to nothing right they have nothing right they're here yeah they're here but they're mm-hmm. it's like just let me be they're here but they're not like you know like you know yeah 
it's certain people, it's, it's, it's certain scenarios that I personally saw, you know, throughout my life, and people was like, at the end of it, I was like, I get it. When they said that, I'm done. Yeah. I was like, I get it. Yeah. It's it's such a interesting thing to see so many people be opposed to it to me. Yeah. Even when the person that's actually going through whatever it is that they're going through, mm-hmm. say I'm done. Yeah. Um, and, you know, look, I, I do want to say, you know, I know this is it's a sensitive stop. It's a sensitive, very sensitive. topic. And, um, you know, hopefully we, we were sensitive to everybody. But at the same time, you know, we, we have our thoughts about it. And um, everybody's going to have different views and different different opinions. opinions about it. And that's all well and good. I think these are conversations that should continue to be had. I do, too. On, on many different levels. Because um, a lot of these conversations and these, see what happens is a lot of these kind of conversation never happens, mm-hmm. but these kind of conversation scenarios happens in real life. Real life, yeah. And people yeah. just aren't ready to handle it, right? Or they never had these type of conversations, right? And this type of scenario arrives in real life and reality, right? And everyone's puzzled and no one knows how to handle it, and everyone's all. Ultimately, what ended up happening is everybody focused on the lost. Yep. You know? Yep. That's what happens. What I observed throughout my life. Yeah. What I observe is everyone focusing on the lost. Mm -hmm. They're not focusing on the individual who is currently going through. Right. What they're going through. I'm not caring what's best for you. Right. I'm caring about... What the law, the law, and and that's not that you know that's not a blanket statement because no, it's not. Some people. Have you know have been able to understand that but, dynamic, but That's a lot true. of times, That's a lot the of minority times. again, like you said, yeah, yeah. Predominantly though, it's more so on the law side versus the individual, yeah, who is telling people like I'm good, like right, let me be, right. <laughs> so right, you know, this is just all thought provoking, of course, like Absolutely. always, and um, we have these great conversations every week, <laughs> and we hope you guys check us out. We're on all streaming platforms, and we appreciate all the love and support. And we're going to hit y'all again with some fire next week. Yes, sir. And we appreciate y'all. We're going to check y'all out. Peace. All right, peace. To the loo.